Jason Fury. Yes. Did you know that in James Gunn's Peacemaker, the um, the eagle called Eagly is voiced by D. Bradley Baker, who also, uh, calling back to a previous episode of ours, uh, was the voice of Olmec on Legends of the Hidden Temple, and also voiced Sebastian the Rat in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Hmm. I I did know that. You did. I did. You just knew it. You just knew it uh, from the show or from a little bit of research. No, I I knew it from. Well, I mean, I researched it maybe like halfway through watching the show or something. But I was like looking up. Once I once I see a show for a little bit, if I'm if I'm digging it, I'll start looking up the actors. Like, what are they from? What are they? I was trying to figure out what some of these characters were from because there's a lot of actors and actresses I wasn't super aware of. And then I saw that Eagly had a credit. I'm like, what? Eagle's just squawking. What the hell? Who's coming into work just squawking? And I saw it was uh, D. Bradley Baker, he, who is just this monster voice actor. He's, his IMDb is like a billion movies and TV shows and video games. But I, th- I, th- I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I mentioned on a previous episode about we. I think we were talking about Olmec, right, from Legends right. of the Hidden Temple, right. And I think it was, I think it was, in reference to the Suicide Squad, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was. What were we? I do remember. I vaguely remember that conversation we had about Olmec. But what right. was the con? I don't remember the con. Is it, this is our fifty-something episode. I don't. It's all blurring together. But we did. We definitely talked about Olmec. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You know, we've yeah we've nerded out for over fifty hours. Can you believe it? I can believe it. Me too. Seems like a hundred. You old ball and chain. Uh, is that the right? You, is you, that how you use that? You old shackle. You old piece of shit. Is that the saying? <laughs> That's the saying. Yeah. <laughs> you old dirty piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they. That's what they say. That's what the kids are saying on uh, on the internet. Like if That's they're they friends. S- like if you're a friend with someone, you call them an old piece of shit. It's a term of endearment. Yeah, like if they're young, like if they're 16, you're like, hey, girl. And you're like, hey, you dirty piece of shit. It's like, it's just like natural. Right. Yeah. Well, sorry to burst your bubble, but I did remember reading that. So I didn't want to lie to you. Oh, thanks for not bursting my bubble. That's right. I think if we looked into him more, though, I remember it was. I was like really tired when I was looking at his IMDb. It was so many things. It was like Samurai Jack and Star Wars in so many different ways. Like he was a ton of Star Wars characters and pretty much any cartoon you can possibly think of. He's he's just he just comes in and does his thing. But what's the what's the deal with the eagly voice? Like he just squawked. Why did they have to have a human do that? I guess uh, to give someone some work. Can I guess uh, I don't know, man. I can I can imagine it. Can you imagine getting paid though? Like you just hey, right right this way, Mister D Baker, or Bradley Baker? I don't even know. Uh, you old piece of shit, right this way. Um, okay, yeah, you're gonna go in this sound booth here, uh, and whenever you're ready. And then he's just like, there you go. Uh, here's your check. Pretty pretty sick work. <laughs> 
I think we can uh, just remix that for the entire season. Uh, good job. What was he on Star Wars? Oh, he was Jabba the Hutt on Star Wars Detours. Well, yeah, but he was like all the clones. He was all right. that, like the clone troopers, That's... all the way, like, yeah, in the cartoon, all the cartoons and stuff. Yeah. He's been yeah. Bosk, I think. Yeah, he's been a lot son of characters. Of, son of a bitch. Yeah, don't go down that rabbit hole right now. I will, a, I will, I will. It's a deep one. Um, Adam Roth. Yes. Did you know that Peacemaker wasn't a DC creation? The character of Peacemaker uh, did not originate as a DC character. He first appeared in a comic called The Fightin' Five, uh, number 40, which debuted in 1966, believe it or not. And it was later, uh, it was from this company called uh, Charlton. Char- Charlton. Char- Charlton. Charlton? Char- yeah, 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 yeah. Charlton. You're familiar. I uh, am. A lot, lot of characters, a lot of characters. And they kind of died out in the mid-80s. A little comic fun for you. And DC acquired the, the rights to that, to that character and a number of others. And those characters just kind of spread through the wind. And uh, the Peacemaker was later reintroduced in a DC four-issue miniseries in 1988. Uh, just titled Peacemaker, and you know he's, he's been around since 1966. It's pretty wild in different in a different different comic company. And he debuted with that that gigantic helmet. Yeah, it was like it had like this mohawky thing on it. I think it was like huge, and there was even a version. I remember I have a trade paperback for this. Uh, you ever heard of the DC's Kingdom Come? Alex sure Ross. have. Sure a, have. Yeah, beautiful DC book, but Peacemaker makes a cameo in that, and he looks uh, very similar to Boba Fett, the version that Alex Ross drew. Hmm. Uh, that's really kind of cool. If you look at it, he's got like a Mandalorian-styled helmet, and they even put a jetpack on him, and you're like, oh my god, that looks like, that's totally Boba Fett. <laughs> Uh, hmm. It's just one panel, but uh, that I remember, maybe there's more. But uh, it's You know what, I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now, it's... I, I do remember seeing that. It's it's totally Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean it's shamelessly Boba Fett. You got what do you Shame. got like a like a Minority Report set up over there? How do you find this stuff so quick? It's uh it's a it's called a computer. I don't hear you clipping or clapping. You got a soft touch keyboard or something? Whenever I clap and type, it's like, quiet down, you old piece of shit. You know what I mean? I don't got I don't got clacky keys. They're they're nice and uh taught that's a a soft you what do you got like one of those magnetic plugins for a tablet or you using a like a straight up what do you got going on over there it's a it's a it's 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 a minority report kind of thing yeah i'm just kind of waving my hand on the screen in the air yeah i knew it why'd you lie to me you old piece of shit you old piece of shit sorry is that tired seven minutes in i think it's tired i will retire it see ya wouldn't want to be a you old piece of shit there we go. Thank you. No. All right. Well, that's my fun fact. Did you know? You knew some of that, it sounds like. You knew about Charlton Comics. I did. I did not know that it was 1988, though. That For DC. He, that he, that he uh, showed up in DC. I did not know that. Yeah, DC's I like... Knew, he, I, I knew about the 66. Yeah. I would still consider Peacemaker... I mean, I'm not a huge DC Comics fan, but I haven't. Like, It's kind of like the Guardians of the Galaxy to me. I hadn't really heard about them that much until james gunn got his mitts on him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and repopularized him. So now he's probably, arguably, one of DC's most famous characters, if you were to ask someone today. At this at this moment, I, I would agree. At least this okay. month. At this month, he is the cock of the walk, baby. He's sitting at 95% on Rotten Tomatoes as we speak. Oof. 95%. Unbelievable. For a TV show that's hard R-rated, somewhat obscure character spinoff from a movie TV show on HBO Max. Would you ever? Unbelievable. Could you believe, could you believe it? I can believe. I can believe it. Um, I mean, arguably, I guess it's 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 resonating with people according to Rotten Tomatoes, whose uh, you know merits we've debated before. I mean, I think uh, to be fair, I think Rotten Tomatoes is stup- a stupid test. It's just funny right, that that's right. like a head. It's just an easy headline. Right. Yeah. Right. But I I, I guess it's resonating more for people than even the movie from which he has spun off from the, uh, the suicide squad. I think so. Yeah. I think part of the, the rotten tomatoes thing is I think a lot of people kind of ride these waves. Like if something's very culturally relevant or features like a diverse cast, or if it's just like some shitty animation, like boss baby or something like really family friendly, they usually rank very, very high on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, like, part of my problem. Like, Despicable Me or some dumb bullshit swill like that will get a high ranking just because it's safe and it's within the box and it's not offensive. So to me, it's surprising that something that's anti that, it's just this disturbing, very relentlessly politically incorrect, unapologetic, anti-woke show uh i i think it uh we'll get it we'll get into it but i i i think it i think it thinks it's anti those things but i think it's playing squarely within exactly some very defined so you would you would compare it to like um like despicable me and stuff you think it's pretty close it's pretty close yeah or like that movie with Channing Tatum with the the army dog that'll probably get a good score. I don't know that. I think one. it's just called. I think it's just called Dog. Oh shit! Okay. Cute. Not Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs. Hey, rest in peace. What? Cuba Gooding Jr. still alive? I thought that was the other dude from Fast and Furious. Pretty sure it's a Cuba Gooding Jr. movie. You got your you got your minority report thing. Tell me who's in Snow Dogs. I think it was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Cuba Gooding. Yeah, it's Cuba Gooding Jr. And uh, that I don't know. And James Coburn. Who? James Coburn. James Coburn. And 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 uh, M Emmett Walsh. And Cisco. The Cisco, singer. the singer. What am I Phone thinking song. of? Who's the guy from Wait. Fast and Furious? Paul. Paul. Uh... Oh my Paul, god! Paul. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Isn't he yeah, in some I... type of snow movie? Nah, I don't. It sounds. It sounds about right, but I don't. I don't know. Can you picture Ooh, him right. in a snow outfit? I mean, I can. Oh, eight below. 
not a dog movie. It's absolutely a dog movie. Is it? Yeah. Brutal Cold Forces... Or Brutal Cold forces two Antarctic explorers to leave their team of sled dogs behind as they fend for their survivals. Starring Paul Walker and Jason Biggs. <laughs> oh boy. I'd rather be punched in the Adam's apple than watch that movie. Um, I kind of feel that way about the show Peacemaker. See, okay, we've said arguably a few times... You're being you're being very aggressive with me talking about this movie being anti woke. I have a feeling you didn't like the Peacemaker. You're pretty right. I was I was not a fan. Okay, so here we go. So we've been agreeing on things for almost fifty straight episodes, besides maybe Joker. Yeah. I thought we'd have a Phantom Menace fight. I think this is gonna be a, a I think we're very divided because I absolutely love Peacemaker. I think it's a fantastic oh my God. show. Oh my god. What do you mean, oh my god? Oh my god. All right. Okay, go on. What do you mean go on? This is a this is okay, this it's we're not talking it's not like a Shakespearean play or anything, but as far as the combination of science fiction and superhero genre, when you like mash these two up and put them together and have it with some familiar DC characters in the DC universe with James Gunn behind the the writer's chair and director's chair? Is there a writer's chair? I don't know. I it's just this a typewriter. Sure. It's just this big old messy soup that I didn't think would work. And you know, the cast was like a bunch of B characters from the Suicide Squad that I thought were like very forgettable. Uh John Cena's not my favorite actor. Peacemaker is such an obscure character. I just I have no I just don't care about that character whatsoever. Um, but at me the end either. of the day, yeah, the show made me care about all of those things. I love the cast. I love John Cena's performance. I love the action, the sci-fi elements, the superhero elements, the just kind of shameless barrage of stuff like vi- over-the-top violence and crude humor. Uh, I thought it, it all meshed together really, really well for me, and it worked. And I thought it was funny. I thought it was badass. It was entertaining. Oh, you thought it was? You really thought it was funny? Yeah, I was laughing out loud quite a bit at this oh show. Oh my god, oh my god. I was probably eating a lot of gummies at the time, but it worked. I feel like this show had one joke, and it did the joke over and over and over and over, and it beat you over the head with this joke. What, what's the joke? The joke was people arguing with each other, and basically... You know what you know what I'm talking about. It didn't ha- they did it over and over and over where people were like like um I'm not just like they're screaming at each other. They're screaming at each other and then someone steps in and is like, "Guys, shut up. Shut the fuck up." Well, every, those were improv everybody... like those were improv oh, moments. You oh, could tell. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. Why it did it make you so... feel you, are you a, like a theater kid dropout I, or something? I, did you did you no, watch I, the theater kids shine look, while you're in the I, corner I, eating like Smeagol? I liked I liked Suicide Squad. You know that. The Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I Thank think you. that there the, was The it, Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. I think right. that the the it was if you pepper things with that kind of humor where someone says something stupid and then everyone looks at them and it's just like, uh, did you just say this? Or, so, or, okay, the scene where he's in the classroom 
and they go around and he's and he's doing he's calling people didn't they do that in like deadpool it it was just so de- it was so deadpool deadpool light hmm. the whole i mean without breaking the fourth it didn't actually do the fourth wall breakage but it might as but well it may have. as well have it may as well have no i so, i disagree there's so much name dropping and so much just isn't that funny that they mentioned this actor isn't that funny that they said this is it was just so bludgeoning you over the head with this joke you and must it was hate like family guy no i like i like family guy or what at least fuck? i used that's, to I family I, guys I, like I the same that's that's exactly what you described i haven't seen it in a long time but break. it's just it's just so it's so played out. It's such con- it's such a contemporary humor kind of kind of trope at this point. When they when he was in the classroom and he like the kids were raising their hands and they were going around saying like um, what was it like a kid raises his hand he's like okay Rubik's cube champion kid mm-hmm. or. You know, you know what I'm talking about. That scene. I mean, yeah, I, I get, I kind of get they, what you're getting at. I don't know why it so bothers many, you so much. They've done that in so many other things. I've seen that so many times, and just, I, I just, I, I, I can't believe that you can't see that the, they just repeated the same joke over and over throughout the show. Yeah, but like, if you like, let's say you go to a, uh, a nice restaurant and you order the the burger. Uh, and it's just perfect. Uh, you just want to, every time you go to that restaurant, you order the same thing over and over and over again. Same difference, well, my friend. I didn't. I didn't like a single bite of it. You didn't like the Not burger. So yeah, then so you ordered something different. So you're gonna go watch like uh, Eight Below or some shit. Eight Below, exactly. Starting or Paul Snow Walker. Dogs. I would watch. I would watch Snow Dogs. I would watch Snow Dogs eight times over rewatching Peacemaker. Eight times. In, for each episode. Wow, this this show's a real trigger for you, huh? You couldn't yeah, just drop your shoulders, let your hair down, and enjoy. I the tried. Ride. I try. I tried so hard. I wanted to. Look, I. Su- the Suicide Squad had this character who's just a bro, and he's a he's a dumb bro who ends up being sort of a bad guy in the Suicide Squad. Right. He's evil. And and that it works in that context. But when you have an entire show with with dick jokes and bald, every other line was a dick joke or a fuck you or a fuck this or a fuck. I mean, and I'm no and I'm no prude, man. I I like. I, <laughs> don't I, get me I, wrong. I, don't don't get me wrong, man. I can I can get down with some crash shit. Um, but it just seems so forced to me. It just felt so. Like this is an R-rated show. We're gonna just revel in it. We're just gonna we're gonna bludgeon you with ball jokes and small dick jokes and big dick jokes and it just it just felt very forced to me. Well, you got to remember the oh, the roots of James Gunner is in the, the you know the trauma cinematic world and he's got that's kind of his style and that's his shtick. So I think if anybody can get away with it, it's somebody like James Gunn. And I think. This show, uh, to a lesser extent, The Suicide Squad, is more like creative therapy for James Gunn after the whole Disney debacle where he got let go from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because he said something naughty 44 years ago on Twitter that was since deleted and apologized for. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you then. I'm going to go to DC. And DC said, you know what? 
you're a really talented dude, you, you're a creative genius, we're going to let you just do whatever you want. So the Suicide Squad came out, and then, in, you know, and then the, and then the Peacemaker uh, spinoff. So I think, I think it was just very therapeutic and very true to form for, like, the types of stuff that James Gunn likes to make. And I, I thought it kind of bled through, and I thought that was great. I, I just thought it was cool to see, like, an unfiltered James Gunn, whether you like his humor or his style or the, you know, the... And the I, rep- I the repeated nature of his jokes like this is kind of in my opinion probably probably a pretty intimate passion project for him. I think this is a movie that could, people didn't really tell him to not make. Like he he didn't get a lot of nos from anybody. No, I can tell. I mean, and you know, I like I like Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. So you like um, studio whipped James Gunn, not real James un- Gunn. Untethered James Gunn just seems to me like he was bored during the pandemic and he was just sitting there just racking his brain for every <laughs> name drop and pop culture reference he could think of and just wanted to wink it at all of, you know, anyone who's a fan of that type of humor. And that that's not me. Okay. So uh, this seems like a very love it or hate it type thing. Like if you like one episode you love every episode if you hate one episode you probably hate every episode i just yeah i just could not could not get get into it um i i tried i tried to the to the extent that i you know uh you know i did i stopped a couple times and i just thought i just can't do this i can't do it and you then were, I, you were getting mad at me you're like like it was my fault we were watching the show to review well, I, I, it's just like it once you decide bad. you don't like something that we agree to review, you t- you flip the script. You turn you turn into a monster, Adam. Well, it was it was it was terrible. It was terrible. But then we couldn't um, have this conversation. Do you think people want to listen to us just agree about everything? That's boring, man. We no, no, it out. no, no. We gotta duke no, it out. Cer- certainly not. Certainly yeah. not. But it's it just eight eight episodes of it for at forty five minutes apiece. Is it's it was it was a lot of uh, a lot of repeated humor, you know. It would just be, it would it, it, every care every bit of interaction with the characters was some kind of argument with, you, and you know what you know what I'm talking about. It was someone mean? getting someone getting mad about like, wait a minute, did you just say this? Wait, yes, but I have a very reasonable reason to say this. Yes, but this is the 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 the, the. guy. Everyone shut up. I, I don't think about it that way. Oh, it's, it's everybody insane. shut up. I mean, I can see that pattern, God, but shut it, up. You guys are just you guys are just are bickering amongst yourselves. And it was I think just, it was a I think I just, it was like a very purposeful like I think James Gunn really wanted the actors to do as much improv as possible because he thinks that that's kind of funny. I think it was hit or miss. You can tell when it was activated and I'm you might be really accurate in like the cue might have been somebody to just say shut up like you know like shut up guys and then they would continue with the script. But there were I could think of at least five or six moments where it was totally like, oh, this is just them riffing. And they were really proud of the fact that they were riffing. That's why every end credit scene was like an extended riff, like what they cut. Um, so like, wasn't my favorite part of the show, but it was definitely like, I don't know, fine. It didn't bother me. It's just like watching like sketch comedy or something. I mean, I, 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 I don't even know if I should bring this up, but I did... I, 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 I read an NPR 
article on it, which was one of the few negative reviews that I could find. And so somehow I, I, I must, I know, I know, I know, I know. Did you I put your be, glasses on be, and read a newspaper while you were at it? I was, I was wearing my glasses and sipping coffee. That's, that is true. Um, green tea coffee. <laughs> but they were the one, one, they were able to point out this exact thing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase NPR real quick. Character A says something. Character B, wait, what? Repeats what character A just said. Seriously? How would that even work? Character A attempts to defend what you, what he just said. Character B, you realize, points out the absurdity of what character A just said. Character C to character A, seriously, not cool, bro. Character A, look, never mind. It was just that, it was that exact humor over and over and over. Okay. That's... It's just, it was not, uh, it's apparently not for me. I mean, there was other stuff too. That was more just, you're, you're pointing out like brief moments of banter, but it was not things that were pushing the narrative forward. There was all kinds of action and sci-fi alien invasion stuff and weird character twists and turns and like just really abrupt, intense violence. And yeah, like there were call outs and fun cameos and like, there's all kinds of other shit. Like, I understand what you're saying about like those segments, but that doesn't make up like as much of the show as I think you're alluding to. It was way too much for me. It was too much. Once, once an episode's probably too much for you though, right? Like that's still like. No, but it was more, it was, it was just peppered throughout the show. I, I think, I think James Gunn needs a little bit of reining in apparently for me, for me to, to be able to digest. Like you, his... like you like studio whipped James Gunn, not James I like... Gunn. I get. I guess so. I mean, I liked. Uh, what was what was that one with the with the Slither? Slither. Sli- exactly. I like Slither. I knew you'd like Slither. You sick fuck. I like Slither. I just. I there was there were times where I stopped it, and I I said to myself, I said, please stop, please stop. This has to stop. I think. And I, ro- I think there my might eyes, be a deeper issue. My eyes issue. rolled in the back of my head. I think you need no, it's a it's deep like issue. A coping skills or just like uh, like you, you were in like you were in entertainment jail. I was in entertainment jail. You couldn't get out. It's like when you made um, me watch uh, Woman in the Window. Remember that? I do. Space Jam Two. Remember that? That movie you'd love. You'd love Space Jam Two. I did not love Space Jam Two. But see, these are these are two hour little bursts. Put them together. You know, the, uh, Three movies equals sure. one peacemaker. But eight episodes of this of just like nothing, nothing happening. Eight episodes I is mean, like I an like, extremely look, short let's, show. Uh, what about a six-episode Marvel show? Well, yeah, but All that's right. like that's not typical. That's like a limited series. That's not really a show for something that's like season-based. Eight is like as good as it gets for brevity all right well let's say, let's say what i liked about it oh god i actually which wasn't is, listening is, when you were talking about the hate stuff can you reiterate everything you just said about what you don't like if you'd like sure no <laughs> three words <laughs> only three words what do you think about peacemaker piece of shit piece of shit peacemaker of shit peacemaker of you old piece of shit. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> Work it. Get into it. <laughs> okay, I look, I liked I liked the little butterfly things with their little saucers. That was kind of cool. Well, I mean, the whole show was about um well, there's a lot of things the show was about. I think the you know, the themes were the redemptive power of friendship, whether you bought the friendships or not. And then obviously I think in true James Gunn fashion, we've got a lot of daddy issues going on, like toxic cutting ties with your toxic father. That's that's a recurring <laughs> theme. But yeah, basically, Peacemaker uh, is back working for Argus, the Black Ops team or whatever from the Suicide Squad, on a something called Project Butterfly. So so you enjoyed the butterfly aspect of it, which wasn't a ton of the show, but it was cool when it was on screen. Yeah, I, you know, I like my alien stuff. Uh, I, I kind of like the the big cow thing. That was kind of cool. That was cool. Uh, I mean, it was weird and kind of goofy, but, like, no more weird or goofy than, like, the big mom in the Suicide Squad or something. Right. Um, but okay, continue. I just, I could not. It, it was like, it was like the whole show... And this is where it bo- this is where it really this is this is a testament to I guess I guess it's at least consistent but the show felt like a giant you know a, a, a TV show version of just someone someone saying fuck yeah and doing a fucking guitar lick on <laughs> a hair metal guitar lick and then, you know, flame shoots out of their dick. But that's kind of I mean, the the personality of Peacemaker. I think that I I, that, I guess I, mean, I could that's the I, shtick. I, I couldn't handle it. Okay, couldn't handle. But I it. thought you were talking about what you liked, and you just dig, you just dug at it again. I couldn't help myself. So the only thing you like is that you're sometimes into alien shit. I like the I like the little butterflies with their little tiny saucers. That scene um, where they all surrounded that that cop that got turned into a butterfly in the baby baby UFOs that was that was a great scene. Yeah, the baby UFOs that was kind of cool. And they're all um, coming out. Yeah, the design of them were good. The budget was pretty high. Like these creatures and the violence and the spectacle and the gore, like it it was like corny, but it didn't it like had high production value. Um, but apparently you know i could have, i could have maybe done two episodes of this show but eight episodes of it jesus no, man no way well you did eight episodes of it unfortunately i did it i did it so all right i got to talk about some stuff i liked i guess yeah let's hear it since i'm i'm on team like i mean i've mentioned a lot of it hey you ever seen that show eastbound and down bits and pieces with with uh mcbride or yeah, Mc, danny mcbride Mc, danny mcbride yeah it's a wonderful show it's this hbo comedy that starts out as kind of this weird crass you know kind of unapologetic similar kind of character um and then as the show progresses they still do all the ludicrous bits and comedy and dick humor and all that stuff and he because he's just such this egocentric kind of lost soul but as the show goes on, if you know if you're paying attention, you can kind of start seeing through the cracks that he's kind of a, you know, 
sad person and he knows it and he kind of knows who he is and you kind of see these layers kind of shed slowly and i think it's really interesting because this it's like just this weird comedy series on hbo but then like there's this weird undercurrent of kind of sadness and like reality and i think peacemaker did that with me with the with his with john cena's character peacemaker where he's got this really douchey rough exterior but they gave us like a few moments here and there where you could tell he's really conflicted or really you know he's got the daddy issues he's kind of a softy he's just confused he's probably got some mental illness that's not diagnosed that you know and that just kind of makes me sad as well he like thinks he's doing the right thing but he's conflicted and he's troubled uh, and, and I really appreciated that because I haven't seen that uh, outside of like this comedy uh, but it kind of showed up again and I started to care about this character who I, I even didn't really care about him in the Suicide Squad I thought he was fine but the, it was such a big ensemble he didn't stand out like crazy to me um, but in this show yeah, he, was kinda, a, he was a he was a piece he was a piece of that he was a peacemaker everybody was a teeny piece of that sh- that movie yeah. that was like nobody's movie I don't think anybody would like stole that show technically I guess there's right. just so many but I don't know I like that about this show I liked seeing those like he's playing the piano or he's just like having some redemptive story with his friends who he's like bullying and like him and vigilantes oh my god I can't pronounce that word um, I thought their relationship what did you just, what did you say vigilante Vigilante, I, I don't know, some weird. Oh yeah, vigilante. I don't know. That's oh, that's weird. right, vigilante. Ooh, vigilante. Um, who's played by uh, Freddie Stroma? I thought he was. What, I, I like that character. It was. He's so in that Mind Hunter show on Netflix. You ever seen that? Uh, he's a, oh, he's a wonderful. He's a wonderful actor. Yeah, he he is he is good, but it's just it was just didn't he just seem like a Deadpool to you? I think he was a self-aware kind of Deadpool-y type of character, but I got less Deadpool vibes, more like straight-up serial killer. He's just this unhinged person who makes really weird rules. I was surprised anybody wanted to do anything with this guy. He was so... he Like, murder just doesn't affect him. Like, people are people... Like, he just doesn't see humans for humans. He's just this weird psycho person. Like, I I didn't quite understand why they let him stick around with the group. He's really dangerous. (laughs) But um, but he was loyal to them, like he, you know, like you know, John, the peacemaker is his one friend, so he'll do anything for him, you know. I was okay. Yeah, go on, go on. No, I was that's I just busy, busy. I I got a little bit confused about so the guy that was a like sort of demoted. Um... Wait a minute, can you hear that? No. Um, like pots and pans. Or sorry, something? someone, uh, someone, someone uh, pinged me. Um, hey, this is the guy that baby. was the. I know. Um, the guy that was like a de- demoted detective, detective song, and he was sort of like on the inside. You know, and then remember he like shot a couple of those those cops. And like there was a, do you know what I'm talking about? The older guy, who sort of res- took over from, at the he had at like the, the best the best thing. creepy smile, the best creepy smile, very jokery kind of looking guy. Yeah, he was when they were like trying to when when the butterflies took over their brain, they were 
they said like learning to smile is the hardest part and there's that scene at the end of one episode where all are like creepy smiling with their human bodies i love that scene so i, I was a little confused though because that guy was like doing like shot all those people but then later on they showed him getting taken over by the butterflies and i was like wait i thought he was already i, I was confused what was going what the hell was going on was he just like he was just like a crooked cop to begin with is that what was going on and then he got that that whole place got taken over by the butterflies I, I think it was just and then they try and mimic their behavior but yeah i think that guy was just a shitbag no matter what was in his brain yeah that was a little bit strange I mean, I like that that guy. It was strange that there was a crooked cop. No, but it was just like, wh- who is he working for? Like, who who is he? Who on on whose behalf is he? Was he helping them out? He he. Let's looking out for of... number one, man. He just cares about himself. He wants to get but he, his. But he let them go. Remember, he let them like like run off. I don't know. I actually don't remember what you're talking about. Remember there was a scene where where like Peacemaker and Vigilante were kind of like, "Oh, are you are you about to take us?" And he starts and he starts shooting the like the, the cops that are already on the ground, and they they're able to get away, because of him. I don't know. I I vaguely remember that. Okay. Uh, I I yeah. I guess there were just certain things about it where I was like confused about what was going on. I actually didn't but, watch the show. There you go. You just let you're just a James Gunn fanboy. I've been making it up this whole time, just for shits actually, and giggles. I, I actually am not like a huge James. I I like Guardians of the Galaxy and the Suicide Squad. That's about it. I like the James Gunn superhero movies and TV shows. I don't. I wasn't a huge fan of his trauma stuff. Slither's like all right, but like, yeah, I'm like a I'm a newer James Gunn fan. What What was the one with with the uh, with the guy from the Office? With Ryan, uh, Ryan, Super? yes, was that was that his? Um, yes. Did you see that? Yes. Any good? Yes. Okay. Um. um yeah, but I mean, I that's Ellen Page and and Rain Wilson and Rain Wilson. That's, that's um. Wilson. Yeah, that's that category where it's like comic book movie not based on a comic like unbreakable hancock which we did an episode on super um but yeah it's 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 like a realistic like what happens if just some schmuck tries to become a superhero um but yeah i I like that movie i think that movie is pretty awesome uh i did didn't see it can't comment on it i just know i was down with guardians of the galaxy one and two like slither um like the Suicide Squad, just did not, did not like Peacemaker, did not. Um, Interesting. I, I, I'm I'm not a hair metal fan. I don't. Me neither. I don't find I don't find that endearing. I don't find. Hey, let's all the talk names. about the. Can we talk about the intro? Yeah, it's horrible. Okay, but what what were you gonna say? See, I think ninety-five percent of people on the internet would disagree with I you. I, I know. I, I think... know. I know. And that's where I I just I. I, I don't understand humanity sometimes. I guess if you hate the show, this, this is probably an unbearable beginning. But if you love the show, it's an awesome beginning. I thought it was fantastic. I watched it every time a new episode was on because so much would happen to each character that whenever they would do that dance montage again, you see them in a new light. Like the first episode, you don't even know who the fuck any of these people are. And then the second episode, you kind of get it. And then the third episode. So like every episode 
that was just really fun to like revisit and i think it was kind of genius on james gunn's part because it's just like you know everyone's obsessed with tiktok and dancing and all this goofy ass shit and he just kind of an observer of his time just said you know let's just do the ultimate weird shitty dance uh to this wild song like I, I don't know i thought it was real. i thought it worked i thought it was hilarious and there's all these like easter eggs throughout it like that little um what's that little green dude's name like master or judo or something judo or master master, master judo yeah yeah, like he's he's like hiding out in the background in some of the shots in the beginning. If you pay attention, you can like see him creeping around in the background and poking his head out like up high and down low. And so it's, it's pretty funny. And someone pointed out that the dance is inspired by Space Invaders, the video game. Like, mm. you know how the, the aliens patterns like when they come down um, and then obviously John Cena's Peacemaker is like the gun, the spaceship. But it's pretty funny that, you know space invaders was part of the intro and you didn't quite know that was part of the plot yet but as they unravel the butterfly project and they are like little space invaders and little ships and i don't know it was just kind of like a cool little note that that kind of came full circle that i thought was cool um i'm trying i'm I'm like racking my brain trying to think of stuff in it that i didn't dislike well let's Uh, talk about the cast a little bit Okay. Was, like, did you did you just hate every character? Or were there some like? I mean, we got John Cena. I just, we got. It's not. It's not that I hated every character. I just hated how every character's interactions with each other was like the same thing. It's like right. everyone was frustrated with each other all the time and like arguing with each other and like. But bicker. they still it was like stuck through bickering. it. It was just constant bickering. Yeah, it's like a, just like a sibling. But every single character. That's how They're every single character acts. Every picture, single character. Picture the whole world related to each other. We're all brothers and sisters. That's how we. I guess. I guess. I guess that's how. It, that's why it feels very much like it was just every character was James Gunn, and <laughs> not so much like they were actual characters, and it was just all James Gunn, you know, name dropping, and you know. Sh- sh- uh, you know, uh, rattling off facts that he knew about actors and... and it's kind of like uh, the Tarantino of superhero movies. I guess. I mean, that's what Except, you're... That's, Tarantino does that in, like, everything he's ever made. Yeah, but I feel like it's done a little bit more sparingly, where it's peppered throughout. Oh, and no, I feel he like does it relentlessly. Just he's just referring keeping, to things we don't know heaping spoonfuls of uh you know name dropping and references to things i just i just couldn't i couldn't do it couldn't do it well i mean you did do it i did but i couldn't you wish you could turn back time fuck turn back time exactly um I don't know. I thought everybody was strong. I didn't not like any of the characters, like unless I was supposed to like not like them. Like obviously, I'm I don't like the Nazi dad, but you know what I mean. I thought they all played their characters Augie. very very well. Um, yeah, and I think I think a lot of the success of this show is like like I was alluding to earlier, just saying earlier is just people are just sick of walking on eggshells and having these shows tiptoe and have to conform to different things. I I think it was a pretty shameless, you know in your face for sure kind of show and 
I just think it's funny that that's resonating with people because there's no joke. Like the show is one of the hottest shows these past few weeks like just through the ratings and just word of mouth and people talking about it it's like a big deal right now and it already got renewed for season two because yep, of it and a potential spin-off of the spin-off so it's it's wild man it's wild and it just makes me wonder you know uh i guess you know what's what's up with humanity what's up with me What's up? It just makes me think about everything. <laughs> wow. So it makes, I mean, that, that's what all good cinema and TV should do. I guess, do. I guess, I guess. <laughs> like, but, but it's just like, um, yeah, I was, you know, I, I, I think every, all the actors did well. You know, I like, I like, uh, Robert Patrick. I think, um, Who's who's the blonde? Uh, Jennifer Holland. Jen, Jennifer Holland. She was she did good. She got engaged the, uh, to to James Gunn. They're getting married. Uh, how about that? Did you see that uh, on Instagram? I did not. I did he, not. He uh, he proposed. They're they're living on that peacemaker high right now, and he asked her to 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 marry. marry. I don't know. Maybe she asked him. I don't know. Whatever. They agreed to marry each other at some point, privately. Um. Yeah. They. I mean, the acting was all good. You know, I th- I thought they were, they were all capable. I just could I just couldn't stand the interactions between the characters. See, I thought I went into this. I actually didn't really want to start the show, believe it or not. Like, I wasn't really hyped on it at first. I was kind of like, oh, depends on how much Jim Gunn's involved, I guess. I, sometimes these shows can kind of backfire, like the spinoff kind of thing, you know. But mm-hmm. I was I gotta say I like. I don't think it was award-winning, but I thought they were they were all way more likable and interesting than I thought they would be. So I was I was pleasantly surprised. Well, I'm glad. I wish I had the same experience. Easy. I do. I do. I wish I. I wish I. I wanted to like it. I like. Other, in Have others, you ever watched another... something and made up your mind like about halfway through or or a quarter of the way through, and then changed your mind and ended up really liking it? Yes. But I'm just also, kind of a downward spiral kind of guy. But I think, I think my initial trial was like three episodes, and mm-hmm. I just knew three episodes in that I just couldn't do it. You just didn't want. You just didn't want it in your life. Didn't want it. And here we are talking about it for an hour. Here we are. <laughs> I mean, boiled it down. It had really awesome action in my opinion some of the some of the abrupt levels of violence and action i thought it was really cool i thought i did enjoy a lot of the humor i i totally get your point about the repetitiveness of it but i enjoyed the characters and that it was just kind of like i don't know like a game night with friends it was just that vibe throughout Uh, i I enjoyed all the characters i thought it was fun i thought there were some cool sci-fi elements to it thought there was a few while it wasn't deep but there were a few extra layers to the character of peacemaker that i appreciated and um i don't know i just it was something to look forward to every week i watched it you know the night it premiered every week it came out and and i had a good time john cena's good i like john cena yeah but um would you ever think he would say that like he came he was in the fast and furious movies and like bumblebee like i was like oh great another rock here we go well, he's he's he sold me in the Suicide Squad. I, I mean, I thought he he effectively played a douchebag. He sold um, you in the movie that this show is a spinoff of that you don't like. 
he sold me in the movie that I liked. And yeah. then unsold you in the show based on the movie that you no, liked. No, he's, st- he's still, his performance was good. I still like, I still think he's a, he's a charismatic actor. Minus his I improv just, bits. I don't know if, is, was there really, do we know that there was just a ton of improv? I could almost get, I, I, I would bet anything that that's what happened. You it don't write like, like you, you picture that all written out. No, I think a lot of that crap was improv. Cool, cool it, uh, Lucy Liu. Hey, uh, shut up, Tim McGraw. It's just like, oh my god, come stop it, just stop. Tim McGraw or Blake she- Blake Shelton or something like that, or like it was what? some country music reference. It was something like that. Oh, the quip, the back when she the quip, like, but it's just he like he called her Lucy Lou, and then he tried to quip back. I mean, I don't so know if that was improv. I think the improv is more mostly peacemaker vigilante. Um, uh, you could tell that they were kind of improving pretty hard together. Jeez. Well, I think there needs to be a little more scripting going on because uh, it just seems to devolve <laughs> into the same joke. Interesting. The same Devolve. joke, guys. Interesting. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're, I guess this is a good old-fashioned agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. I didn't convince you it was cool. You didn't convince me it was not cool. We both liked the baby alien saucers. I think that's our only middle ground. Baby alien saucers was good. So if we ever get in an uh, argument or if there's ever like, you know, if we're going through some tough times, we just got to talk about those baby alien saucers. And all will be well. It was cool. And you like the big cow alien at the end. You thought that was cool, even though it's just this kind of goofy thing. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, it was huge. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know what else. I, I feel like I missed. I didn't take really many notes for this one. I just did you ever watch The Boys? No, Amazon. You didn't. You didn't get in. On no, that? I. I know about it. I had Carl. Carl Urban and. Yeah, yeah. Dennis yeah. Quaid's kid. Right. Um, it's actually a pretty awesome show, but um, it's way more like, it's jokey, but not quite peacemakery. But I, I don't think peacemaker would be around if the boys wasn't around right now. I think it's trailblazing a little bit for that type, mm. like, crude over the top superhero genre it's like this new like thing i know they did just jupiter's legacy as well i guess i'm just maybe it's because i'm i'm an older different person but i feel like we're the same age dude no 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 not not versus you older older than i was i feel like maybe (laughs) yeah i feel like i I feel like maybe i might have found it like twenty year old Adam, or I might have been interested if some if, if people were cr- saying fuck every other word, <gasps> but I think as a as an older person, it just seems kind of dumb to me. Well, it is dumb. There's no arguing there. Shut the fuck up! Fuck! 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 What, what do you just want? You just want to watch on Golden Pond and Driving Miss no, Daisy until no, you die? No, but it's just but it's just like, just spread it out a little bit, Jesus. So you want, like, what do you, I don't know. I think this is a shameless, I think this show had an idea, 
as simple as it was and wanted to act on it and didn't want anyone to tell him what to do. And they just gave him the keys to the creative castle said, hey, here's a shitload of money. Do whatever you want. And he ends up writing exactly what he wants, making it just this fun, weird, ludicrous ride, then marries the, st- the lead. I think James Gunn is on cloud nine right now. Oh, well, good for him. Nice job, James Gunn. Did you go somewhere? When I talk, do you leave the room? I I was making myself some more coffee. You left the room until you I heard the leave. hum of my droning cease. I did, and I just left again. Jesus. Um, I mean, that's all, kind of all I have to say about it. I didn't... Yeah. Look, I'm not going to say it's James Gunn, if you're listening. Why are you yelling? Am I? I think so. Your 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 levels just went through the roof. Oh, James Gunn, if you're listening, uh, rein it in a little bit. You, you you're clearly talented, but you you gotta you gotta um gotta space it out with the with the jokes. Space it just it gets out a little with the jokes. It just gets a little bit of a hammer to the head. It's a little bit. It's a little bit much. Now, I'm going to I'm going to at him on Instagram and make him listen to you say that. All right. Cuz wiser words have never been spoken. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I could argue with you. I I think this show is just it's it's just this shameless wear it on a sleeve kind of fun way to pass the time and I I thought it was really entertaining. I'm really looking forward to season two. I want to see what he's got up his sleeve next and where these characters go from there. Curious if he ever shows up in another DC movie. Last thing we should talk about, those cameos at the end. What did you think? Nah. It was, you don't it think was, it was uh, funny? Not really. You get an F-bomb from Aquaman? Of course. Of course it was an F-bomb from Aquaman. Yeah. He's and probably it was, like, and it was a f- I'll only do it if I get to say fuck as a DC character. And of course, it was a fish fuck reference. I mean, right? Because that was the joke throughout the whole show. God, Pe- peacemakers just got dirt on all the Justice League is the joke. Right. Um. Yeah, it was, it was fine. I didn't. I didn't necessarily see that coming. I um, absolutely did not see that coming. I wish they wouldn't have done the muted out Wonder Woman and Superman though. They should have just. If you can only get Gal or, or digitally could, done them, couldn't you couldn't? Yeah, if you can only get Flash and Aquaman, just make it just them two. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, where was Batman? I mean, it, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, if you're gonna Gotham, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> just a wild guess good guess What else, do you have anything else to say about it because I got nothing no I just I wish you liked it so we could just revel in its glory together but uh, I think this is just one of our divides Like, so you, I've noticed our two things that you don't like the most so far have been DC properties Joker and now Peacemaker guess so yeah it's interesting yeah, Marvel fanboy, you enjoyed Hawkeye more than Joker and Peacemaker. That makes me sick to my stomach, you old piece of shit. Uh, I can. I think that that is well. Mm, eh, uh, uh, it's hard. It's hard to hear it said in that way and agree 
to its accuracy. If, if you listen to the episode of Hawkeye and then listen to the episode of Peacemaker, you clearly yeah. favor Hawkeye. Um, I would say that that's true, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No. Okay. I would say that that's true. Okay. I mean, that's this is we're finding our dividing line here. Yeah. I think this is good. This is good for our... Uh, now we can start identifying more movies like this so we can argue more. Sure. It's been civil, though. I appreciate it. Like, besides us casually calling each other's old pieces of shit as a joke, you know, the same joke over and over again because that's, you know... Right. That's the theme of the hour. That's the theme of the hour. Uh, we're doing... We're doing the action while complaining about it, right? Or at least I, I am. You've you've stayed out of it for the most part, but you 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 did pepper it. I'll give you credit. I, I was guess. more relentless. I was more James Gunn about it. You were more you were more James Gunn style. I was more studio James Gunn. You were you were, you were Marvel whipped James Gunn. Right. <laughs> you right. only did it three times. I did it seventeen times. Right. Okay. Exactly. I see. I see. Well. I can't wait till I get to watch something I hate this much and then talk to you about how much you love it. It's going to be great. How could you not like that intro, man? I I don't I don't find Did hair you metal watch it once? To, to be to be cute or funny. It's just a theme I don't, song. What is it? Serious? Yeah, but it, but it's just cheesy. It's just so cheesy. And I know that that's what it's it was trying to be. Peacemaker. Like, I know, and that's what it was trying to be. It just didn't just didn't work for me. I'm so confused because you didn't, didn't look, Joker didn't work for you, and that's the opposite of this. That's too serious. So this is like Joker's cold porridge, Peacemaker's hot porridge. What's medium porridge? Mm. Like Wonder medium? Woman or something. Wonder Woman 1984. Oh God, no! That's don't remind me. We did an episode. Yeah. That was our second episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah. God, I might want to re-listen to that one. I don't. I I barely. Oh, that movie was horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. I just remember like a CG cheetah, and then that like some empty promise about it being set in the '80s, which never felt like it happened. It was just right. You can't call a movie. You can't put 1984 in your title and barely resemble an '80s movie. What the fuck were they thinking? Yeah, yeah. Marvel watched that and said, "Hey, Patty, remember that Star Wars movie you were gonna do? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna None. work. Uh, we gotta <laughs> shower and do some stuff. So uh... <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Dude, I don't look up. Yeah, Cut. I've gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Nature calls. <laughs> he just leaves." Uh... <laughs> He announced it. That was pretty good. That was a good scene. That was good. All right, I'm 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 out of it. I don't know. This this episode's right. as good as the jokes in your eyes. Yes, it is. Cooked. Cooked. All right, Jason Fury. All right, Adam Roth. Till next time. Peace. Peacemaker.